Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I am so excited to talk all about holding on loosely. This is so important. When I'm sitting here and thinking of topics to bring to you, I always like to think, what does my audience really need to know? Like, what do you really need to know? And often I'm inspired by the work I do with clients. I'll be in sessions and sometimes in a week, it feels like the same themes keep coming up, which shows me that everybody needs these messages, right? Because Often it's coming up in the coaching sessions, the energy clearing sessions, the spirit guide sessions. So it's coming up in all of those with clients, but it's also coming up in my own life. So I know it's something going on around me, around my community. Maybe sometimes it's to do with the moon or current events or the journey that we're all taking. It comes in waves. And so often I plan my episodes around what feels really pressing. What do you need to know? What feels obvious that would be something really helpful that's coming up that I could just help you move the needle forward in your life? So today's is about holding on loosely. And it's definitely one of those things. Without this piece, manifestation feels hard. The energy I'm getting is hard. We cause a lot of resistance. We end up feeling quite disappointed, um, overwhelmed, anxious about it. Sometimes we're losing hope because we're not getting the thing that we want. And it's just a feeling of unrest. You know, we're supposed to be manifesting with ease and flow and effortless and all this stuff. And so when it feels really hard, generally we are not holding on loosely. And I'm going to dive into this today. This is also something that I need to continuously be nurturing and focusing on. So it's perfect. I'll riff on it. It'll help me. It'll help you. And we'll all leave better people. Deal? (laughs) Okay, cool. So holding on loosely. I'm going to start by saying that often you hear and you've heard on this show, I mean, there's more steps to law of attraction than just these three things, but it, in essence, people tell you and you learn that first of all, we need to place a desire, right? So when we're talking about manifestation, first, we have to have a desire, have a wish, have a goal, have a something that we want. Second, we need to really get into alignment, right? And again, If you go back towards the beginning of this podcast, I went through the seven pillars of manifestation and really broke everything down. But to simplify it even further, it's these three things. So we place the desire, we focus on alignment, getting into alignment, being her, feeling as if, being as if, getting into that vibe. And then we're always told that we have to release. We have to kind of surrender. We have to, you know... um, 
trust and have faith. And that's where in the seven pillars I talked about, we get into belief and we get into receptivity, right? And it's through this energy of ease. And this is today what we're going to be talking about is how do we release something that we want, but we're still supposed to focus on it and call it into our life and be in alignment and have it be present in our mind, right? So how does this work? And this is really something that it slowed down my growth for a long time. Not that it should have been faster, just I spent a lot of time trying to figure this out. So I, my intention today for you is that you get to cut some corners and take a little bit of a leap here, understanding this whole holding on loosely. So that's what I call it, is it's not gripping and grasping and obsessed, but it's not forgotten. And so, I mean, you can, a lot of people say that they'll place a desire and forget about it. And that's the best way to manifest. Personally, what I've found is I find that focus is what works better for me is keeping it within focus. But we have to remember this whole piece of what I'm going to talk about today. So first, I'm going to paint the picture of what it looks like when we are, I'll call it frantic manifesting or desperate manifesting. And this is where we place a desire and we all of a sudden become kind of like obsessed energy, right? And we are obsessed with it. And this is where the sort of manifesting five times 50 or whatever method comes in where you write out your desire a hundred times or 50 times or something for five days and you get like obsessed, right? And you're, you're, everything you're doing is is focused on I'm calling in more money I'm calling in this I'm calling in that and and that becomes your day right and people talk about this get obsessed and what you focus on expands and the more you focus the more it'll come into your experience but I actually don't believe that's true today I'm going to talk about what I think works better how it occurs to me is when you are in the energy of belief, then you don't need to get into the energy of obsession. So I don't have a lot of like specific notes for today. I'm just going to speak from my soul and hope that what I'm saying lands and hope that you understand what I am trying to say here. So when we are desperate and graspy and obsessed, whether it's with anything, manifestation or a person or getting a job or, you know, whatever it is, it it's an unhealthy balance, right? It's like we're all the way to one side. So we're not withdrawn. We're actually all the way to the other side where we're hyper engaged and we're obsessed and we're checking our bank account balance several times a day or we're you know going on the scale like three times a day hoping something will change that energy is obsessed energy that's frantic energy and it's the opposite of belief right of trust of ease of knowing it's coming for you so I really feel that it is important and this is what's always worked best for me is to have the desire and then to be in alignment and then just know that if I'm desiring it and I'm, you know, making a solid effort to be in alignment, meaning, you know, as I go about my day, I'm being her, not a hundred percent, but just checking in, aligning myself with that energy, thinking positively, allowing myself to feel good and raise my vibration and over time be kinder and kinder to myself and more and more in self-love and just really that energy work, the being work. And then I just know that I'm doing enough and it's on its way. 
And that helps you to hold on loosely. So there's so many aspects of why we need to hold on loosely, and I'm going to get into that in a second. But what holding on loosely, first of all, is, is desiring something and doing what you can with where you are, and then just knowing that it's going to be coming. It's going to be mine. It is meant for me. And something that really helps me to just know that is to come back to the principle that I know that this is meant for me because it's my desire. Everybody desires slightly different things, right? Everybody's dream home is slightly different. Everybody's idea of wealth is slightly different. Everybody's desires and their tastes and their interests and their talents are different. This is on purpose. This is because you are meant to step into the life that is yours, your fullest expression, your most colorful existence, your dream life is for you. And it's not for anybody else. So the things that you want and desire and go like, oh, that's the the most incredible home, or that's where I want to live, or that's the car I want, or that's the inner state I want, that's the calm and the peacefulness that I want. All of those things are meant for you because you are desiring them. That is the way that the universe guides you into your best experience is by giving you desires. I truly believe that the universe gives you desires. It's coming from your soul. It's coming from something bigger. So whether, you know, your favorite type of movie is this or music is this or dream vacation or person for a mate, whatever your preferences are, are yours. So this is the first area of own what the F you want. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel like it's too big or it's too small or it's not flashy enough or it's too flashy. Like, let's just move on past that because if you don't move on past that, the rest of this is going to be really hard. So let's just start to embrace what it is that we want. It doesn't matter what everyone else wants. It doesn't matter if um, someone else thinks that it's a dream life thing or not. It's their desires are for them. Stay on your side of the street. Your desires are for you. So knowing this, knowing that those desires are actually planted by the universe for us to experience, for us to step into, doesn't that just right away start giving you the permission to have it? The permission to desire it? The knowing that it's meant for you? So that's the first part of this is you need to know that. You need to start believing that. Nobody's two dream lives are the same. And would you ever tell someone that their dream vacation of going to Spain is less worthy than your dream vacation of going to Costa Rica? Like, no, of course not. That's their style. This is your style, right? And that is on purpose. So because it's on purpose, it means that you're meant to step into it. And it means that you will be stepping into it. You will be. This is where you're headed. This is where you're going. This is what you're manifesting is that type of life, the type of life that you want. So you can go and place desires. Maybe you need something new in your life, like a vehicle or 
whatever it is that you might need in your life. Or maybe you just simply want things. You want your office to have a certain vibe. You want to have a second home in some dream location. You want to have, you know, good soul sisters in your life or a partner that loves you and supports you. Those are all meant for you. So what we need to do is we need to place those desires, meaning as you go about life, and if you did listen to that original episode about setting intentions, that'll really help you because you can put that out there and then start to vibe with being in alignment with that thing. So starting to feel more abundant and do, you know, the the routines and the practices that we talk about on the show, also the law of attraction techniques you're learning, things that have worked for you, visualization, maybe meditation, but ultimately it's embodying her, that version of yourself that already has that thing. And then just trust. What I like to say to myself, you are doing enough to manifest your dreams. Just trust it. And I'll say it to clients too, and I'll say it to you right now. You're doing enough to manifest your dreams. So just trust it. And as you continue to do the work, there'll be more layers and levels, right? We continue to do the work. That's why I'm always being coached and expanding myself and learning new things is because I'm committed to aligning more and more. I'm not committed to forcing it more and more or getting all the perfect steps to manifest it now. I'm committed to alignment. So really, that becomes your job is we know what you want. You know what you want. Start getting in alignment with it. And that's where, as I mentioned, these practices come come in, whether you like to meditate or do gratitude journaling or vision boards or um, the her work, which is the most powerful manifestation tool that I know. Um, So that is your job. And then hold on loosely, meaning I know I'm doing everything that I need to do, everything that I can do at this point to be steadily, incrementally moving into the energy, being the energy. And I know that as I do this, it just will materialize. We need to have a a certain level of confidence in the way that the universe works. You don't need to claim you know how it works because not even, you know, I, I I can't claim to understand how this whole thing works. But I do know that what I focus on expands. I do know that what I put my mind to materializes whether I want it or not. So I just trust the more I embody, the more I align, the more I take moments of self-care and self-love and move towards my goal, I just trust it's going to happen. So I'm going to give you two solid examples of how this is playing out in my life and how I use this. And then we're going to also move on to the three main principles on holding on loosely. So it's going to make even more sense as we move through those. So the first of all, the examples, really tangible examples, okay? So a few months ago, I had a goal in my business of an income goal. And I was feeling really excited about it. It felt right. I was I was doing it, right? I was, I was setting that intention. I was doing some scripting about it in the Moon Circle, which was a beautiful little program I was running for a bit. So I was scripting about it and I would touch I would touch base with that version of myself that has just earned that much money. It's the end of the month. I've reached my goal. I was taking moments to embody her, to write about her. But more importantly, I'd be standing in the shower and I'd just go, oh yeah, be her. 
okay, the way that I, I move or the way that I slow down is all of a sudden her. Or I'd be driving and I'd be like, be her, right? And okay, sit up a little taller, be excited. I made that money. I reached my goal. That's what I was doing. And as the month crept on, it felt like, how am I ever going to do this? I don't, I'm not launching anything. I'm not going to start desperately just trying to get clients. Like it has to be aligned. It has to feel good. It has to be in service. You know, what, what do I need to do to move towards that? And I started feeling myself getting anxious. Like, come on, you teach this stuff. If you can't even reach the goal, you know, we're two thirds way through the month. There's no way you're going to reach this goal. And I stopped and I went, Talia, we are holding on loosely. You are doing the work. You're showing up as her as much as you can. The universe knows that you want this. It's in your best interest because you're feeding your family. You're keeping a roof over your head. You have expenses to pay for. So, you know, this money is yours. It's good. It's safe to earn it. It's in my highest good. So you just got to trust. And I just completely relaxed. And I had this pivot moment where I was starting to get anxious. I was starting to feel like I need to do more and I need to do this. And what's wrong with me? Why am I blocked? And I went, yo, (laughs) you teach this stuff. Of course, P.S., I'm always human. I'm always falling into the same traps that I talk about. And I just decided to trust. And I started writing from her perspective about what she would write about trusting. And it was like a journal entry. I just wrote, hey, you know, I'm really learning to trust and let go. I know that the universe, uh, these desires are placed in me for a reason. I know it's coming to me and I know I've been doing good work and it's going to come in the right time and it's all perfect and whatever else I was writing. My energy totally shifted. Two days later, I woke up in the morning with this idea for a service that would benefit so many of you and would be so fun for me to do, really insightful and helpful for you. I was going to make it like a really great price so it was accessible and I did it and I thought of this idea and I was so excited. I told my team, I'm like, okay, we're launching this, we're going to offer this. And so many of you jumped on it. And I ended up making my income goal through that, but also some unexpected income came in that I completely wasn't expecting. And that helped to it, right? By the end of the month, I made the goal. But the cool part was, is these sessions that I offered that you guys were jumping on, they really helped you, like really, really helped. And I created such beautiful connection with so many of you in these sessions, being able to really connect and get to know you. So many new people I had never met before, never seen before, never worked with before. And I was left with such a warm, fuzzy feeling of knowing all of you individual people, what you're going through and how much these sessions truly helped you. So that's the highest good of all. It's not just me making a bunch of money. It's me helping, me shining my light and you getting the transformation that you're deeply calling out for, right? So it's this interlocking thing. It's in the highest good. Everybody's involved in this. So you're safe to have goals and you need to just open up to how is this going to happen or what do I need to do or I'm available for the next step but so that it will pan out in everyone's highest good. I can reach my goal and other people can also be positively impacted. And depending on what you do, it might not be that you have a business where you're giving sessions or something, but when you feel good and when you manifest, you start 
really activating that light within you that is contagious. It transfers to people. It gives other people permission to stand in the light and it helps everyone. When you're clicked in, you are energetically sexy. You attract miracles and people are changed by you just being around you the way you move through life. So you get to experience these things and you can create more income and have a body that is getting healthier and stronger and you can call in a soulmate and call in anything that you want because when you feel clicked in everybody benefits right so that was a little bit of a side tangent but that story about the business was a way in which I was confronted with you're grasping you're holding on too tightly you're starting to get worried about the hows how is it going to pan out and then you know, it it crumbled slash escalated into like, you teach this stuff and you're not even manifesting it. And there's no way it's going to happen. There's still 10 days left in, or there's only 10 days left in the month, right? And it all ended up happening. And so really, we need to trust that our desire is enough, our efforts to align, the layers we keep breaking through It is enough because what you are seeking is seeking you, right? It's also trying to find its way to you so that you can live in that highest expression of who you are. So the second example with this holding on loosely thing is I have shared the story a little bit, but I am now working with a trainer and we have a goal. By the time this podcast comes out, it might even, I might even have achieved my goal, but I have a goal with the trainer to be able to do a chin up. And I could make this into a longer story, but I have never been able to do a chin up. I've worked out for a long time. There's been times where fitness was very heavy in my life. I was fit. I was, you know, doing all the burpees and all the boot camps still I could never do a chin up. My upper body is not my strength. So I'm working with her and she has this goal. She she believes in me. What up, Julie, that I can do a chin up. So I was really excited by this goal at first. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm just going to latch on to her belief, which is so funny because I noticed that in sessions with clients for me is they don't believe in themselves yet, but I do. So they latch on to that till they believe. Now the roles are reversed. I'm latching on to her belief that I can do a chin up and it felt really good. And then all of a sudden, as a couple weeks went on, it started feeling bad. And I started thinking, well, what if I don't do it at 12 weeks? Like, I don't want to feel like I'm failing. Like fitness to me is not about hard, rigid goals and failing or succeeding. And I started getting all bunchy. How am I even going to do that? Like I have three kids, a busy business. I can't be working out every single day. You know, how is this even going to happen? So I chatted with her and she's a beautiful soul in my community. So she's like-minded and gets it. And we found another angle of why we picked the chin up and how it's going to bring stability and balance and strength and like lifting my own weight. It's so powerful. And it really helped me to have a mindset shift. And I also gave myself permission to say, if it happens in 12 weeks, awesome. But if it takes 13 weeks or 14 weeks, like that's not what it's about. It's about who I'm becoming as I conquer this, to me, massive goal. To someone else, one chin up is probably not a massive goal, but to me, it is. And so 
I got to this place where I all of a sudden went, yeah, I'm meant for this. I'm meant to be strong. I have a desire to have a strong, stable body that is not in pain and it's agile and it moves freely. I get to have that. I'm investing in myself with a trainer and all this mindset work and my body gets to be pain-free. It gets to be strong and stable. I believe in that. So if this is what's happening on the way to being that and who I'm becoming, this goal, I get to do that too. It's exciting. It's really exciting because it's big and it feels scary and it feels like it's way outside my comfort zone, right? So I realize that this is the perfect goal to have. It scares me, but it feels exciting and I'm working on it. I'm showing up. I'm working hard. And so after we had the little talk and I felt better, I was able to just let go and go, I know a chin up is coming for me. I love my trainer. She's putting in the work for me, like putting together these programs so that I can do it. I'm taken care of. She's helping me every step of the way. I have her support and I'm going to show up and do it. So I'm going to get there. And I really don't care if it's 11 weeks or 15 weeks because I'm going to freaking do this, right? And that's the energy of holding on loosely. It's this knowing that it's happening, this knowing that you're meant for this and it's coming for you and through you and it is happening, but I'm not obsessed. If my goal is $5,000 to make in a month, I am going to just trust that whatever it is, whether it's $5,001 or $4,999 or whatever, it's fine. It's the energy of that upgraded me financially or, you know, abundance, right? And in this case, it's the energy of me becoming stronger and stable and my version of badass. Like I can lift my own weight up on a bar, like woo, right? That you can feel it. It lights me up. So I get to experience that and I know I'm going to get there, right? And I will, you guys will be the first to know when I do get there. I can't wait to celebrate. So this is what holding on loosely means. It's trusting, it's having faith, it's knowing you're moving toward it, but not being obsessed. I'm going to give lots more examples as I move through these three points of what holding on loosely means. And the first one is that don't obsess, right? If you're calling in a more abundance and then all of a sudden at work, there's this opportunity for a promotion and you think, wow, that's amazing. I was just calling in abundance. I'm totally going to apply for that. I'm sure that that's how the universe is going to bring it to me, right? And you start sort of pinching off possibility. Like now it becomes that the abundance is probably going to come through this promotion. So you apply for the job and maybe you even feel like it went so well. You're like, yeah, click, click, click. I'm so in flow. Yes. I'm getting this job. You start telling people I'm getting this job. I'm going to get this job. Totally. Right. I, the job's mine. I can see it. I can feel it. And as the days go on, you're starting to become more focused, more hardcore. Like I can see my office. I can see sitting there. I can see the pay raise. I can see my bank account. That's totally what's happening. And I'm going to get that job. And like, look at me soon. I'm going to be president of the company, whatever. Right. It's good to be excited, but you're starting to get more and more focused on how this abundance is going to come to you. It's got to come through this promotion, right? And what if you don't get the job, right? Then we go, what? I thought for sure that's what was happening. Like the universe guided me to that promotion. We start getting all pinchy, <laughs> pinched off from all possibility. So 
This doesn't seem like anything's going wrong, but when it comes to manifestation, the universe was probably bringing that abundance to you through something completely different. But because you got so obsessed with the promotion and having to show up and then totally bummed once you didn't get the job, now you've spent so much time not in alignment with that abundant self and everything that was coming to you is like, (laughs) that's my... That's my sound for slowed down, right? You were in alignment and stuff was coming, but as soon as you felt like it had to come from this, it gets pinched off. So another example is say you are looking to call in weight loss and you're like, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by August or whatever. 20 pounds, 20 pounds, 20 pounds, 20 pounds, right? And how many of us, I'm lifting my hand, how many of us have done this? 20 pounds by August 1st, right? And there's so many people teaching manifestation that say you have to get really specific, which there's truth in that, but not so specific that it has to be 20 pounds by August 1st or bust, right? Like that, you have to be open to what might come to you. You have to be open to how it's going to go without being so rigid. So you want the 20 pounds and you just start writing it out, right? Like, thank you so much for the 20 pounds weight loss. I'm so excited I've lost 20 pounds. 20 pounds by August. I can see that wedding in August. I'm going to be 20 pounds less and 20 pounds, right? And you're telling people and you get more and more obsessed. And if we're talking straight about food, that obsession leads to you trying to diet, trying to cut out carbs, trying to reduce your sugar, trying to do this and that, which again, isn't wrong, but it's starting to become more obsessed. So now you've cut out carbs and and sugar and then you can't handle the pressure anymore. All of a sudden the pressure for 20 pounds is just so much and you're so hungry and hangry and that's it, right? container of ice cream, box of cookies, bag of chips, you're done. And now I'm never going to lose the 20 pounds. How am I ever going to lose 20 pounds by August? This whole thing is being amplified by this 20 pounds by August thing, right? If you just had a desire, I am ready to step into my next level of health. I am ready to release the weight that is holding me back, the weight that I've been holding onto that no longer serves me, that isn't healthy for me, I am ready to do some emotional, some physical release and I can see myself weighing less, being more energetic and you go at it that way, you will start to attract things into your experience that will help you to be more healthy. And that brings your cravings into check and that naturally increases your exercise level and that has you drinking more water and being around healthier influences and finding new recipes. But when you go head down 20 pounds by August, stuff gets pinchy, stuff gets weird. The pressure gets to be a lot. And this is what dieting is, right? People go all in, you know, all or nothing, 100% in, and they can't maintain it because we got so hyper-focused. So the last example and the last sort of thing I'll say about don't obsess is we also think that our goals have to come the way that we think they're going to come. So kind of like the example with applying for the job, We may, so this is a really good one. I'm going to come back to money on this because these tangible examples work really well for this part is if you have an income goal of, you know, $5,000 a month or whatever, it's very natural to think 
that you either are going to like win it, you're going to get it given to you, or it's going to come through your already source of income. So I don't know how many times I've placed income goals and then I just forget that it could come from somewhere other than my business, right? It could come from anywhere. It could come from refunds. It could come from a gift. It could come from some unexpected, you know, old balance I had on an old credit card, or it could come in so many different ways. So we become obsessed with, okay, how am I going to bring in more income? Okay, I need this many clients. I need this many. And again, we're pinching off from all possibility. This money could come to you in so many different ways, right? And it's the same with, say, you're wanting to call in a soulmate. And you just think like they have to be this height or they have to be this shape or they're going to come through this dating app. So you're just all about the dating app and they may come through that. But you could also run into them in line at the grocery store. You could also meet them of a friend of a friend that somehow you've never heard of till now and all of a sudden they're in your life. So many other ways um, of bringing you your manifestation can happen Um, But we tend to think we know how it's going to happen, right? So that's all under don't obsess. Really, this holding on loosely thing is about not being attached so much to what it is that you want, that you're unhappy if you don't get it, that you think you know how it's going to come, that you think you know how it's going to happen, really, right? You don't know how. Sometimes it might line up, it might pan out exactly like how you thought, but the universe is so overflowingly abundant, like expansive to the point where our human brains can't comprehend it because our human brains are not that expansive, not as expansive as the universe. It expands in all directions for all of time and all of eternity happening all in one moment and also happening on an infinite timeline that you think that the only way $500 or $5,000 could come is through your job. There's so many incredible ways that you could be brought to your soulmate, that you could be brought to more income, that you could lose weight, that you could move into your healthiest body. There's endless possibilities. So don't get so obsessed with the goal. Don't get so obsessed with the hows that you forget about the feeling that you're really looking to create. You're not looking to just create $5,000. You want what you think that will give you. So spend more time on the alignment and getting into the feelings and becoming her, becoming that version of yourself that makes $5,000 more a month or whatever it is. Spend more time on that than you do with the visualizing, with the obsession, with the thinking how it's going to happen and the planning it out. Just get into alignment and watch that it's going to come in the most fun ways. So the second aspect of holding on loosely is hold on to the vision, don't smother it. (laughs) So I feel like because you're a feeler and you get energy, you can feel the difference between holding something and smothering something, right? That's that's almost the same as being obsessed. When you obsess, you smother. So when I say holding on to it, not smothering it, I actually want to think of the details of what it is that you want. So I'm going to come back to the example of the body. These ones are working really well for this for this topic. So say you 
want to, you have a goal of a certain body in your mind's eye. Maybe it's like me where it's about healing and pain and inflammation and becoming strong. Maybe it's more about weight loss or being confident in your body, or maybe it's healing from an injury or a disease or something like that. And you have that my son's in the background. Um, you have that goal in your mind, whatever it is, right? I want you to just even take a second, unless you're driving, don't close your eyes, but just take a second and see in your mind's eye that version of yourself that has the body that you want, no matter what it is, whether it's gains, you're looking to lose, you're looking to heal, whatever. So that is what we want you to be aiming at. As soon as you get all human on it and you start saying that body is about 20 pounds less and I want to be able to lift at least 100 pounds or I want to, you know, have to do a seven minute mile or whatever. It's good to have those goals just like my chin up, but you want to hold on to why you're doing this in the first place, what that feeling is. So in my story about the chin-up, when it was just about the chin-up, it was exciting at first, but then very quickly it started turning weird in my head. And I started doubting in the house and should I start dieting and like all this crazy shit. But when I backed up and went like, what is that chin-up going to give me? I realized that like I need stable shoulders, I need deep core muscles, I need strong glutes, I need momentum, and I need confidence to get up there, right? Those are all things that I want. So the chin-up becomes kind of irrelevant because I'm going for the person who can do a chin-up. So do you get that? that difference there. So smothering it is going, okay, in order to do the chin up, I should lose some weight because then I have to lift less weight. I have to do, you know, a hundred pushups a day, or I have to do this and that. And by this date, I should be at least halfway up because that means we're two thirds of the way there. And I'm going to really need to kick it into high gear. Like you hear me, right? You can hear that's ego. You can hear that that gets into like, but how, right? All the planning, all of the micromanaging. But when we just kind of relax into the vision that we have for ourselves, then that gets into holding on loosely. We're not smothering, we're not controlling, we're not obsessing, we're knowing it's coming, we're knowing it's happening. I'm excited to show up. When you hold on to the vision of that body, that you, more comes forward. Like when you hold on to the vision of you in that body, more is going to come forward than just what your abs look like. You're going to start getting a glimpse into what her habits and routines are like, where she could shift her inner self-talk about her body, where she could maybe drink a little bit of water, eat more plants, but it won't be so obsessive. I hope that that makes sense. So there's a difference between smothering your visions and holding them loose. And I get the image in my hand of holding your vision being like a hand with, I see like a crystal in it or a beautiful like ball of light or gripping it, right? Smothering it is like closed hand and that crystal's in it and it's like closed inside a fist. Like that's smothering that vision. You want to just hold it. You want to just know it's yours and get into alignment with it and not get so obsessed about how it's going to happen and how it's going to look and how it's all going to go down. So the third tip here with holding on loosely is one of my favorite things to say and something that I forget to say. And then when I remember, I go, oh yeah, right. That was the missing piece. 
And it's this or something better. So if you could set intentions from this place, I swear you would just turn into a manifestation magnet almost instantly. I know that's big claims, but we need to say this or something better. So how this would look like is say I have that goal of the business for $5,000 and I'm going, guides, angels, universe, please help me to move into my goal of $5,000 extra in my business every month consistently. I'm willing to do what it takes. I'm willing to receive your guidance to release what's no longer serving me and to get into alignment with that version of myself. I trust that $5,000 or more a month is coming to me. $5,000 a month or more. Did you hear that? I want you to always hold the energy of this or something better, right? I want to go on a trip around the world backpacking and I trust that that or something better is coming to me. Universe, I have a desire to buy a four-bedroom home for my family. I trust that that or something better is on its way to me. Do you feel the power in this or something better? And this is one of those things that you're probably going to hear right now and you're going to feel inspired and like, oh, that feels so cool. And then you're going to forget about. So try to remember to come back to this, this or something better. Because we as humans have a very like um, small range of what we can dream because we, like I said near the beginning of the episode, we have no true comprehension of how fully abundant and expansive the universe truly is. So we tend to only think and dream within our belief system, right? So, and this comes back into limiting beliefs and subconscious blocks and all this. So if we really do want to be a millionaire, but we have no, like we can't even fathom that. We don't believe it's possible. Those beliefs are going to get in the way, but it doesn't that, you know, maybe the beliefs are in the way, but that has nothing to do with the fact that the universe has the capability to bring you a million dollars. So the universe has the capability to match you up with your soulmate tomorrow, to manifest a million dollars, to have your body feeling um, healed and easy and healthy. Anything is possible with the universe. Anything is possible that has ever happened before or has ever been dreamed of or has ever been manifested. It is possible. So as we're setting desires, it's actually powerful to understand that our desires are actually quite small compared to what the universe could provide for us. And I mean this in an empowering way. It's like, it's like $1,000 is really nothing. It just, the work is getting into alignment with it. So if you start putting out desires in the tone of this or something better, you open yourself up for something better. And generally, that is what you will get. Just be open. And when you say this, it gives the energy that you get that incredible things can happen to you and through you, right? You get that something even better than $5,000 or even better than the dream body or even better than the four-bedroom house could come into your experience. That in itself puts you in an open state for more. 
because really, like really try to embody and get how fully expansive this universe is and how things are not held from you. It's you holding it from you. So as you master your energy and your mind and you're clearing things away and you're up-leveling and awakening just as you are exactly what you're doing, more and more becomes available to you. But it was available to you the whole time. It's you as a human that had to get to the point where you could receive it. It's always been available to you. You could heal and be in peace and joy and that the body you want, the income you want at any time. It could have been five years ago if you were in alignment with it. And that's only a fact. It's not meant to say that it should have been because it could have for me too, right? I could have been doing a chin up 10 years ago if I really wanted to, but that's not what my path was meant to be. And it's not what your path was meant to be either. You were meant to go through exactly what you've been through and you're here now with this realization that this or something better is always accessible to you. So hold space for that something better. So all in all, as a recap, holding on loosely is about manifestation not being everything you think about and everything you're doing and obsessing about because that gets into frantic, desperate energy. That's all the mantras, all the journaling, all the meditations, hours at a time and still feeling stuck. If you're doing all that stuff and you're not feeling stuck, you're just really committed. You just really enjoy doing it and you've managed to not be in obsessive energy. But if you're doing all that and you are stuck, it just shows you that you're in the graspy, pinchy energy and you're just doing your best. You're finding this out. So good thing you found this podcast, right? You can start to see what's getting in your way and start to soften that. So it's the halfway place between having manifestation be your every waking thought and forgetting about it, right? Like there's a there's a happy in between. And this has been as I mentioned, one of the biggest things for me because I get really committed and I'm obsessed with creating my dream life. So even saying that, I have to remember sometimes to chill, to be in the moment, to appreciate what is and to trust it's coming and not just continuously obsess about, am I going to manifest this? And this hasn't happened yet. And this has happened yet. And I should do the numbers and I should plan this out, right? Because that's what I tend to do. I set a desire and I want to know how it's going to happen, which is super human. That is human, right? But when we learn to just relax a little bit and trust a little bit, we move out of human and into soul, into spirit, into faith. We wait till we are inspired to act. We leap when we're inspired. We take risks, we leap, but from a trusting place, not from graspy, not from forcing, not from control, that halfway place between waking, breathing, and being obsessed with your manifestations and forgetting about them, finding in that middle place where you're holding on loosely, you're focused with a soft gaze instead of laser dagger eyes. (laughs) So I hope that today this episode served you. I know it's a lot to think about. And until I see you next time, how about just practice trusting? Think about that thing I was talking about, how your desires are meant for you. And because you desire them, that means you are meant for them. That means that's your next level. That means that that is what's happening and will unfold in your life. Try to just 
practice that faith muscle. And also if you notice that you are getting obsessed with manifestations, just back up. Just try to back up a little bit because that is causing resistance and that could be holding you from it. So I don't have to worry about the hows. I just need to trust. I just need to fall back into knowing it's meant for me. It's that or something better. It's all happening in all of our highest goods and I'm just going to hold on loosely. So again, I hope that this served you today. Thank you so much for spending this time on yourself and for continuing to come back and listen to the show. It means so much. This show is doing so well. We're getting so many listeners from all over the world. It's so exciting and it's just beginning. So thanks again. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope you loved it. Before I go, I want to acknowledge you for taking time out of your day to fuel your spiritual connection and manifest your future. I know you're busy and just listening to this raises your vibe, resets your belief and creates a positive ripple effect into your life. And you are doing such a good job. I am honored that you invited me into your life and into your ears. It's a beautiful thing and I truly appreciate it. Remember, you are a powerful creator who is creating the most beautiful life as we speak. So today, I cheers to you. Oh,